0: Okay, let's do this fucking shit.
1: to another episode of sitting ringside this is episode number 47 i am your host robert via and my co-host as always with me we have arlo jumper and david rodriguez making this uh, all possible is our boy rudy lara how's it going guys good
2: brother how, we, how are you doing tonight
1: uh, i'm doing good man it was a busy day today at work um Slowly but surely, we're starting to uh, pick up and, uh, you know, starting to see a lot more patients. So that's pretty good Absolutely. because
3: Absolutely. We, need,
1: we, we need to get a lot more people in those doors and uh, a lot more phone calls and, you know, take care of our patients. So, um, but yeah, man, it was, it was pretty good. Pretty good day today. Tomorrow's going to be pretty, pretty easy, man. We but got Eduardo we, have- we got El Jefe.
2: Letting us, giving us the rundown of how Albuquerque's going. Then we got the King of Gallup, David Rodriguez,
1: <laughs> the King of Gallup. <laughs> yeah, to, to tomorrow at work is going to be pretty good, man, because it's it's a yeah. day.
3: <laughs> yeah, at least,
1: uh, uh, before we at start least the show, man. Is
4: opening up in, uh,
1: yeah, yeah, like you said, man. These businesses opening up, so. Um, See, not, wrote, not in
4: Gallup, though, but in Albuquerque. Yeah, yeah I, was, I was about to say, man. <laughs>
2: G- Gallup's like a whole new world for D Rod down there. Y'all, y'all need to go look it up. Y'all need to go
3: look it up. I'm sure there's
1: a yeah. I'm, sure, yeah. I'm sure it's leaked somewhere out there. It's looking like a freaking uh, ghost town.
4: Yeah, it's ceasing it's, it's to exist, basically, to sum it all up.
1: <laughs> well, guys, before we start the show, let's give a huge shout out to Fight TV, um, to everybody that's listening, that's watching right now. Thank you so much for the support. Uh, we really do appreciate it. Head out to Anchor FM so that way uh, y'all can uh, subscribe to our channel. Um, you know, if you subscribe from um, Tier 1 and Tier 2, then we'll be able to start uh, pushing out some uh, giveaways. And if you subscribe to Tier 3, you automatically get a five Book MMA T-shirt and all the perks of uh, Tier 1 and Tier 2. Uh, so you'll find it all on our website, fightbookmma.com. Uh, but, yeah, man. And, and also, start.
2: also, don't forget, we got Sitting Ringside shirts out now also.
1: Yeah, yeah. We, I just got the Sitting ringside, uh, ringside shirts out. And today, it's official that Sitting Ringside is now an LLC. It's now considered an organization. <laughs> yeah, it's considered an organization slash company. So that's pretty badass, man.
5: And we partnered up it with them as happen. well. You might have noticed their uh, cool little intro at the beginning. So, yeah, we're yep. going to be having uh, some of their fighters and interact with them um, here in the near future.
1: Yeah. That's it's huge. Gonna be pretty, pretty badass. Um. All right, guys, let's go ahead and start off with the show. Uh, we're going to be talking about uh, the Nevada Athletic Commission, giving the green light to the UFC so we can be able to have more events in Las Vegas. Not just UFC, also boxing. Boxing Also as top well. rank, and everybody top else rank. has been hitting mm-hmm. them up. Yeah.
3: Yeah.
2: So, so that's slowly breaking back in, which is good. I mean, I'm sure there's going to be plenty of restrictions. Still, even with the seatings, because that this is allowing people to view it, right? Is this allowing people to come back in and view?
5: I don't think so. No, no. It is, be, it, is it just for no fighting? Yeah. Okay. Well, still,
2: I mean, they'll make plenty off of pay-per-view sales because everybody in the world would be buying them. So, uh, but yeah. So uh, now, Rudy was mentioning how they were breaking it back down. How are how how are they bringing us back in all the fighting and everyone with the weigh-ins and the testings and.
5: Uh I think the only way thing that they did as far as changes go is they added an additional test um, When you get there they test you you're quarantined all week Until you get your results and then uh, on Friday weigh-ins they test you you quarantine all day until you get your results as well So the second test is is the one that they're doing um, That's different but other than that good news uh, out of 32 fighters that have been tested so far over a thousand tests only one fighter came back positive and that was jacare souza it's been a good uh a good uh i guess foot forward for the ufc and uh i think for the sporting world um, absolutely in general
4: yeah, see, too, to that point, um, it's a, it's a thing where Dana White was super confident they could make it happen, and him doing it, I mean, you know, Dana White's a risk taker. You know, starting oh, the UFC in, in the Fertitta era, that was a risk. I think in a recent interview with uh, Brett Okamoto, Um Okamoto asked him about the the costs occurring uh, to put on these shows and. You know, they are in a position to throw the money out there and make it as safe as possible and uh, ensure the fighters safety. Because I think that was the most important thing. And that's what he said. He's like, as long as the fighters were comfortable, uh, Jacksonville gave us to go for the three event, uh, eight day thing. So that was fucking awesome. Here we are again, another event happening. Uh, We're going back to Vegas. Uh, That's where Dana White, the head UFC headquarters. Uh, you know, they're going to save a little bit of money because I'm sure there's plenty of costs uh, that they've had to, to shell out to get the, the, just those three cards in Jacksonville. Uh, but yeah, the Apex Center, a small cage, it's going to be some exciting bouts. Uh, the UFC has been matching up. Uh, there's some title fights in the works, but there's been definitely great matchmaking on the side of Dana White, Sean Shelby, and his crew.
3: Now, what
2: I think got this process started faster Regardless if it's a joke or whatever, everybody wants to make of it was Fight Island. Vegas don't want to lose their money. Nobody in the states wants to lose their money. So let's figure out a way to make something happen, so that way everybody can still get it done. <laughs> do, you, do you see what I'm saying? Like, uh-huh. regardless if it was a joke, you know, because it's like, is it a joke? Is it not a joke? Is it a joke? It's not a joke. Let's it out. Let's figure it out. And so, realistically, for one time, I'll sit here and say, Boxing owes Dana White a little bit of a thank you for getting this ball rolling to say, hey, we can start doing fights again. You know, maybe Dana needs to go be the uh, spokesman for NFL, NBA, all the other sports, you know, <laughs> because they, they, they're they dragging their feet on all of them. You know, he, he, he brought this up and got this ball rolling yeah. and boom, it's done, you know? So, and like I said, so boxing and every combat sports, whether you're boxing, kickboxing, whatever, probably regular, just uh grappling matches. Also, everybody owes
5: him kind of a,
2: Hey, you know, if they're going to be able to put shows on. So, I so know, do you, do you, I, you think
5: know, uh, it's uh it was a smart thing for Trump to add him and uh, Vince McMahon to his, uh, To his uh commission or whatever the hell they were calling it, I think it was a good idea. Shit, it's Vince. No, why is that, Vince?
2: Um, like, like I kind of like, I like we touched base on a couple episodes before. You know, Vince kind of got brought. You know, Dana is really a self-made dude. And you take Vince, Vince, Vince kind of got a already successful company, even if he bought it or bought it. I mean, it was his dad's company. I don't, I don't know. I can't see him just dropping tons of money on it. Anyways, he kind of got a good business already handed to him. And I mean, I I don't know. I, I don't like Vince as a businessman because when he ran WWE, he had all the goofy, uh, goofy-ass characters, and they would say that in the Monday Night Wars when you watched it, when Vince ran the business, he ran it kind of shitty. And then when he let other people take over is when they got the Attitude Era. They got all this to fight back against on the Monday Night Wars. So I'm not sure if he's the best businessman, but he has enough money to hire good businessmen. Does that make sense? So, so that's why I'm not agreeing with bringing someone like Vince. In. Now, someone like Dana, look what Dana already did. Even though there's no fans to it, he still got fighting brought back onto a mainstream. Uh, The guy knows how to talk to people regardless if you like him or not. He knows how to talk to people because he knows where a lot of people come from because, like I said, he kind
3: of brought himself up. Like D-Rod said, he's a real risk taker.
1: Yep, I agree with you. I I think uh, it was smart to bring Dana in just because he's been in this game for a very long time. He knows the, the, the fighting aspect, the business aspect of combat sports. So it was a good idea that uh, Dana is, uh, you know, came along. I kind of agree with you, Arlo, about Vince McMahon. I mean, I mean, you really didn't hear about him. All you heard was that one article of him being mentioned that he's going to be part of this Um well, I don't know, You yep. guys.
5: I mean, you failed to to remember they set the precedent for live sports. They were the first ones to actually have an event without anybody mm-hmm. there. It looked kind of dumb, but. You know what? They were the first ones to do it, dude. So, I don't know. Man. But I give bet some credit.
2: I, I but I I'll, I'll give him the credit for pulling the trigger, not coming up with the idea. There
5: you go. There you go. That's
2: that's that's where I always because a lot of the stuff that gets run by anymore is run by his son-in-law, Triple H, and all the kids. I mean, Vince is still the man, but a lot of the stuff gets I mean, he's he's got the money to pay other people to do the thinking. So, pulling the trigger and being the one, you know, that picked the target is two different things, Is that if that makes sense. Yeah.
1: yeah and, and Dana, too, and, he's and, also uh,
4: – he called his shot, too. That's for even more credit to him. He's like, we're going to be the first sport back. He called it. He made it happen. He believed it could happen. And here we are now. Who, who else is putting on shows? But, yeah, AEW, uh, WWE, they've been around. But, uh, yeah, to your point, Arlo, yeah, Dana White's uh, – Kind of created his own, you know what I mean? And look yep. at what he's accomplished now. Uh, wrestling is going to continue on, of course. Uh, I do remember the show that they put on with no crowd, but that's basically the norm. If not, maybe some very limited capacity in, in events, maybe in Vegas, if, if so, in the near future. Yep. And honestly, boxing, on the boxing side, if they're going to do a boxing event, what do y'all think is like the first boxing match, like pay-per-view-wise, like who well, fights on that card? We
5: we already know who's going to be fighting. Um, it's going to be uh, two fights. Uh, it's two top-ranked boxing events, June 9th and June 11th. Both are taking place at the MGM Grand in Las Vegas. Shakur Stevenson versus Felix Caravallo. Headlines a June 9th card with a co-feature of Michaela Meyer versus Helen Joseph. Bennett said, "Top ranks COVID nineteen plan is not done yet, so I don't think there's any information on the second event. I'm hoping it's bigger than that one, but who knows? We'll see. Well, you know, Perfect. Fury, Fury and Wilder was supposed to happen this summer.
3: Now,
2: I don't, I don't see that happening, like in this summer. But I mean, I could see it. I, I don't know who they would have to take to because." Boy, that's a tough one.
3: Yeah, it yeah. and
2: honest, is. And honestly, boxing's going to need to really step up to put on a good card. They're going to need a, a Wilder, a Fury. I mean, even though with the rumor mill of Mike Tyson, Mike, Mike's not, we'll get in that later, but I'm going to say Mike's not headlining nothing like that.
4: You know who they need. <laughs> you guys know who they need to, make, to come back. This guy
2: a, right here. It, oh yeah, dude. It, it, but that'd be a golden boy promotion, you know, not not a top rank. Yeah, but so, but still, I mean, yeah. you could still make a a, a top ranked fighter versus Canelo. And dude, you put Canelo with anybody that's remotely got a name, dude. That's that's selling mm-hmm. al- almost almost a hundred mil. You know, he's got it's such easy. the big Mex- He's got such the big Mexico following. You know that that he's always going to sell, and Oscar knows that. You know, Oscar knows his cash cow. Uh now the question is: Who is he going to fight, and will it be a dangerous fight or just another uh, another Canelo going to go in there and whoop somebody's ass fight? I uh, still think in a, in a, I still think in a roundabout way. Even even if he fought G, and that would be that would sell, that would yeah. totally sell because everybody's like, G. oh, he needs. Everyone says he needs a rematch, G. But at the same time, I honestly think Tom he'll stop him. He's oh. getting hit way. He, he's getting hit way too much anymore. He's not he, what little bit of speed he had's gone. Uh, his power is still kind of there, but you can see you can just see him getting old. And you know, there's nothing wrong with that. But they're gonna make the fight out to be oh Canelo versus Triple G like Triple G seven eight years ago. You know, and then he's gonna come up and get mauled and. They're gonna Oscar's gonna talk about how Canelo's the greatest, better than Floyd, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera.
4: <laughs> but well, I mean, like I said, it, there could be a shot at a maybe. Well, it's hopes and dreams, but maybe it'd be Triple G and uh, Canelo on the streets of Vegas, just in like a glass encased. You know what I mean? Thing where bare, bare knuckle. <laughs> yeah. bare knuckle. Dude, that would that
2: would be games. <laughs> I would watch that bare knuckle. Would put Triple G a little higher yeah it would it would put it, it, would a put put it just, just a little higher up i mean that would start even in the playing field if they were bare knuckled in that glass box i'm just saying because triple g bust you with a with a bare knuckle i mean he he hurt people with you know eight ounce gloves on mm-hmm. eight ten ounce gloves so you put him in it with with nothing boy he's gonna he's gonna hurt
4: you that had been funny that would have been funny but or the old guy. <laughs> Like the old, uh, what's the venue? Uh, Vegas, there was a lot, of, uh, a lot of combat sports happened there. It was the Caesars Palace, right? The outdoor yeah. venue? The old outdoor yeah.
2: Caesars, yeah, dude. Yeah. Like, like I want to see stuff like that come back, realistically.
4: Yeah. You know what I mean? like that would be Hopkins, badass.
2: Like, even Bernard Hopkins, a few years ago, uh, I forget who he fought, but he fought him outside at Yankee Stadium.
4: I mean, I that was awesome. Where, the Fight Island, as much as it's, like, I don't know, rumored or whatever. Like honestly, yep. from the word of Dana, like it's actually happening. Like he's planned to stay there for a month. Um, I don't know if it's like the, on a beach or if it's in his backyard or on a yacht that the Fertitta's own. I really don't know, but it's yeah. something to where there there's some type of island feel and a uh, surrounding to it. So we'll, we'll know, I guess. Like in the coming weeks, Dana said, like, I think a week a week or two ago, the everything's in place, but um. They can't reveal location or anything like matchups. i mean, I guarantee there's some type of huge fight that's gonna be like headlining uh, that card. So yeah. the
5: closest thing to uh
2: I outdoors if he wants to stand there and mix it up with a younger guy that still hits pretty hard. I mean, I I, I still haven't seen Connor carry his power up with them through the weight classes. But no. I haven't seen I haven't seen Anderson's chin hold up like it used to either. So I mean that's two risks that he's probably not gonna want to take. Um uh, yeah. So I think that fight would be something big they need to work on just to throw it' pretty out hard. I mean I think that's a bigger fight than Usman or and McGregor. I think that's a bigger fight than uh sadly everybody knows if you want some money it's kinda kinda go through because 'cause he'll hype the fight and mm-hmm. make everybody buy a fucking pay per view.
1: And everybody and everybody wants to see well not everybody, but most people want to see Connor McGregor lose. You know, <laughs> lose <laughs> Get the canvas, and, and, get knocked and, out and, or choked out. And, and you know
2: what's bad is it, Connors Connors kind of like kind of like a Floyd of MMA. He's kind of like the Mayweather of MMA. Except he doesn't hold up to his end. Mm. He'll he'll go out there for the gusto. You know, he'll go out there and try to knock him out, but sometimes he gets bested. That's yeah. the only difference. Between, that's the only difference between him and Floyd is Floyd never got bested. And he's never Floyd, defended a title.
3: Yeah, he <laughs> yeah that's a good point.
2: Final. Yeah, yep. but everybody will pay to see this guy, and he knows how to market himself. He's the best at marketing himself. I'll give him that. He talks himself into a lot of big fights. Uh, nothing wrong with that. But at the same time, like I said, he he doesn't always live up to his end.
3: Mm-hmm. He,
2: he hasn't lived up to his end twice. And the more danger, and, and he keeps. I mean, I'll give him credit. He goes after dangerous people. You know, he goes after dangerous people. He ain't scared. Because he knows there's a good paycheck at the end of it, but like I said, he doesn't uh, doesn't always live up to that end. So I, I would I, I would I would honestly pay to see him and Anderson. I think it'd be an awesome fight. Mm-hmm. It'd be a fun fight. It'd be a fun. Uh, uh, it'd be two guys that are pretty charismatic. Both like to kind of talk trash. It'd be good to see them to uh, you know through all the hype, through all the countdown shows and everything, the the blogs and vlogs or whatever and. Be entertaining. Be entertaining at the least. I, I'm giving it to Connor if they hook it up. I think Connor knocks him out. If Anderson doesn't take him to the ground and and plays that BS where he puts his hands down and oh, tries, tries to be Roy Jones, he's gonna get he's <laughs> gonna get pieced up.
4: He's gonna get pieced up. Hey, you guys. I think we're all forgetting. Connor is definitely his biggest fight, bigger than Silva, and it's the Nate Diaz trilogy. Gotta be. Has to happen.
2: It, it does. It really does, because I mean, yeah. you can't you can't stop at one and one.
4: You, you can't. And that's why I'm thinking. You mentioned the Raiders Stadium too. I mean, just had had not you know the COVID nineteen the pandemic happened. I mean, there would have been some huge fights that could have possibly brewed up. Like maybe even like I mean, I know George St. Pierre is going to the Hall of Fame, but there could have been like a George St. Pierre Khabib uh, Pierre versus uh, Conor McGregor. Um, I don't know if Usman and um, you know these guys would be we'd be top billing on that card, even if it is for a title, because I know uh, Kamar Usman at this moment does not have an opponent. Um, I don't know if this Gilbert Burns Tyron Woodley fight has <laughs> anything to do with it, but Leon Edwards is in the mix. Uh, welterweight division, that that title's got to get defended. I think it happens soon, and I think like I mentioned, the Fight Island card or the coming cards in July. I Think there's a there's a big fight for Conor McGregor in the month of July, and I think it's I think it's Nate Diaz, man. I, I'll agree.
2: I'll agree, and uh, you know, like, like the hardcore fans will want to see that. I th- I think the average fans would want to see Anderson. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. Yeah, like, 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 like they're gonna live off of a name that 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 they that they hundred percent know. But us hardcore guys, oh, absolutely, dude. I want I want to see Diaz. I would love to see Diaz. I, I think they need to make it a co-main event fight and have another, like maybe a title fight or something else on there. Uh, just because they 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 kind of need, you know, the, a great pay-per-view with all the cancellations that's happened over the year.
4: See, too, also uh, with the Silva uh, call-out or the great—I mean, I don't—I kind of get it because it's a big fight. It's a money fight. Um, mm-hmm. It's going to generate. I mean, it's an older Silva. He's a legend uh connor currently now is you know he's the biggest star in the ufc the biggest draw but silva's coming off like major like knee surgery i believe or yep. so so i mean that's another thing to factor in where i don't believe the fights can materialize but if it does i'm definitely paying to watch it
2: i am too and and you know that's that's another thing i look at like you said it is the silva uh is the silva knee surgery i mean how much more can them legs take, man? He doesn't snap one of them. Now he blew the knee out in one of them. Yeah, hell, uh, body's one.
3: Yeah.
2: yeah, yeah. I mean, he he's he's battle tested, man, and battle worn. So I well, that's this, why that's why I'm leaning toward Connor.
5: This all started when uh, Connor they asked Connor on Twitter who he thought Goat was, and uh, he said that Anderson Silva was hands down the Goat. And then Anderson Silva responds by calling Conor McGregor out. That's funny. <laughs> It's like it was a give- oh. He gave him a bone, man. He's like, "All right, I'm the goat. I'll call you out. Let's make some money." It's not dumb. Yeah. Man.
2: No, no. It makes you wonder if that wasn't a setup. <laughs>
1: <laughs> they, pro- they, pro- they probably it's like text gross. each other behind doors, and I they're know. like, "Hey, you want to make some money? How about I do this? You want to make some some bank some millions before you, yep. you know, before you retire? Let's make this fight happen. You want a red panty <laughs> okay. night?" <laughs> i know right good,
4: good point rob yeah because we are in the business now of call outs i mean on that note just about everybody that i know including arlo jumper is on the dock to fight mike tyson you know what i mean so <laughs>
0: <laughs> man and you know
4: you know i love mike i really do love mike and that's
2: just bullshit for everybody out there we, we that's an inside joke <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't need Mike running up on me in no international airport one of these days. <laughs> <laughs> hey, where's that Mexican? Uh, yeah, he'll be like, man, I'm going to wolf that Mexican back across the border, man. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, Mike, realistically, man, I love Mike. Mike looks good for his age. Mm-hmm. Like, I've posted a lot about it, and I've talked a lot about it. And I've told people the biggest thing, and, and one of my ex trainers and ex uh, trainers and ex training buddies, we had a discussion, and he said, Oh, I thought you said Mike's legs were gone. It doesn't look like it. Yeah, they're gone. He's 53. He moves really good upstairs, but when he takes off and's got to move forward, uh, he's, he's kind of slow. There's, there's not, and even whatever explosion he does have, let's be honest, he's still 53, man. He ain't fought in 15 years. He retired when he was 35, and people tend to forget at the end of his career, he was getting knocked out by mediocre fighters. And people was like, oh, it's because he wasn't hungry. It don't matter. Well So you mean to tell me you mean to tell me bare, knuckle, bare knuckles
5: a little different though, you know. That's that's why I think everyone's so excited because the first one that uh that offered Absolutely. him anything was Bare Knuckle, uh BKFC. Uh I think they offered him Shannon Briggs. And then uh, now they offered uh, him $20 million to fight Vanderlei. Um Yeah, so that's why all these call-outs are happening. But I think it would be fun to watch him in a bare-knuckle match. Boxing, not so much, but bare-knuckle, that would be fun. Mm-hmm.
2: Honestly, like I-, I think it would be fun, too, to watch him. But he don't need
5: to. Oh, hell no, he, he doesn't need he, to. He,
2: you know, you're 53, man. You You haven't fought in 15 years. You took... Thirty years, probably damn near twenty plus years of punishment between being an amateur and a pro. Uh, you you don't have nothing to prove. Him and him and if him and Briggs hooked it up bare knuckle BKFC, dude, someone's getting seriously hurt. Vandalay, if him and Vandelay hook it up, Vandelay's getting seriously hurt.
5: Yeah, he's going to sleep.
2: Yeah, Vandelay don't have Vandelet didn't have a chin toward the end of his career. So what's he think is going to happen when? heavy-ass-handed Mike Tyson, and Vandalay's got got that problem that he wants to just stand right here with you. And mm-hmm. He does all these crazy fist swings, and Mike's just going to keep it tight, bam, 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 right down the pipe, and it's over in like 10 seconds. Save your money. <laughs> Save your money if it happens <laughs> with Vandalay. Because that shit's ending in like 20 seconds when Vandalay comes out and makes no sense talking and just pushes Mike to piss him off at press conference. <laughs> right, so you're going to see more action at the press conference than you will in the fight. You're going to see Vandalay come out and try to be go-go and throw them big old loopy hands and stand squared up, and Mike's going to come in with his little peekaboo style, hands up, mm-hmm. catch him on the side, shoot him down I mean, the pipe. i doing he, this number yeah. right here. <laughs> yeah, and, and, and it's over, man. He's going to He's going to walk in, boom, boom, boom. That's it. It's over. I mean, I guarantee, I guarantee, it's a one one punch knockout, and, and which is sad. Which is, and I hate to say it this way, but I guarantee you, BKFC is trying to build a big payday for them and Mike, so they're going to feed him a sacrificial lamb. If, if this is just hypothetical, they would feed him the, the sacrificial lamb in a no jaw left, uh, bandolet. And go in there and crush him in one second, and the hype's going to be Mike's back, Mike's this, Mike's that, Mike's this, and then give him someone like Briggs, who's a lot taller, uh, uh, still in great shape, still has a chin, uh, still moves very well for his age. Like he moves still like a probably a fighter in his thirties, even mm-hmm. though he's almost fifty. Uh, and that's just because he stays with it. He stays with the regiment. He he keeps his body up to shape. But someone like Briggs gets in there, somebody's going to get hurt because Briggs, Briggs Briggs comes from Brownsville just like Mike did. They're both hood dudes. They're both going to come in there and want to start mixing it up. Uh, just just get in there and see who's got the bigger set, you know, and who's going who's going to knock who out. And I see one person from BKFC say, "Well, Bare Knuckles a different fighting style. Bare Knuckles different. Th- those guys don't know. Those guys don't know." And and I tell people, they tend to forget Briggs and Briggs and Mike are hood dudes. They are from the streets. They're from the streets, man. They're they're not. They, they know how to throw without gloves on. You know what I mean? That's how they learned. People people tend to forget what's his name. Something they called him Gang Green. His last name was Green. Mike whooped him out in the streets. Worse than he did Green.
4: <laughs> That's right. You know, Mike.
2: Mike closed that dude's half his face was swelled shut. I mean. And that wasn't with no gloves. Mike knows how to throw in the streets, man. So I, I don't think he needs to get in there for bare knuckle. I, I just, I just don't think he needs to. They're, they're just twenty mil. A D. Rod said it a lot that BKFC probably doesn't have twenty mil to give him.
4: <laughs> See, now he did step into what? a ring recently, and it was an AEW promotion where he walked out with. Most unlikely of people, like from Rashad Evans, Triple Cringe himself, Henry Cejudo. And I mean, like, who's seen this coming? And but,
1: Vitor Belfort, too. He but, yeah.
4: But, but see, Vitor had already said that there was some a connection with uh, them being possibly like tag team partners uh-huh. or, or so. So he was kind of hinting at this appearance, whether it was built up. And uh, they had, this has been previously planned, obviously. But uh, Mike Tyson coming into a ring, getting in the face of Chris Jericho. Tearing his shirt. I mean, he's making the appearance. So, but honestly, like honest opinion, y'all. We know Tyson's been called out from the guy. from Tyson Fury, Fury's dad. Tito Ortiz, Ken Shamrock, oh, yeah. partner, friend of ours of our show. I mean, <laughs> who actually does he fight if he does at all? Because in my opinion, I don't think Tyson's fighting anybody.
1: Well, CES uh, Boxing did uh, put out uh, an article that they sent us to publish. To fight uh, for a $1 million plus against uh, Arlo's, uh boy. Let's
5: check uh, Tapology. I bet you it'll be listed on there, bro, the date and the freaking time. That ain't no hey, shit. Last, because right?
1: last, time, last time that happened. <laughs>
4: Remember that shit? On point. Yeah, it was 100% now, accurate. Yeah.
1: Now, like
2: Berto said, you know, CES, boxing promotion did offer Tyson $1 million, in which they can pull $1 million.
3: They mm-hmm. can give
2: $1 million. Now, now, now it states in there that they're offering him one million dollars to fight one of their guys, which is a guy I don't, I don't know him personally. I know him through other people. Uh, I know him through Vinny, my boy Gio. I, so that's where I know this cat from. Is uh, Joey Cusimano? Now, Joey's like he's that guy that's right on the brink. Like, like he has the potential. He needs he needs just a little bit more just to get that over that hump. You know what I mean? Like Joey's got potential, man. He's big, he's strong, he hits hard. Uh, but they're offering one million to fight Joey. And I've watched a few of Joey fights. Joey can fight. Joey can fight his ass off. Uh, but they've also offered one million and then two hundred thousand dollars donation to whichever charity Mike's wife wants. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, that's cool. That the and I like the way the guy stated it. The guy stated it that uh the guy stated that Mike is a fighter, so Mike needs to be in a fight, and I agree that I I can agree to that point. I just can't agree with does Mike need to be at age fifty three? Because I, I love that statement that that dude said. Hey, we're gonna do like I think they're gonna do like a ten round fight. I mean, they're making it a legit fight. You know, they're gonna bring Mike Tyson back out of retirement. Not not a four round exhibition. Not a Butterbean four rounder. You know, they're gonna put a ten round. <laughs> they're going to put a 10 round, I believe it said 10 rounds on there. And like that guy said, Mike's a fighter, not, not a charity guy, you know, we'll we'll run the fight and give him a million dollars and then donate 200 G's to the charity he wants. And, uh, I think that's very fair. I think that's a very fair deal. And the thing, the thing is the guy at CES is, uh, he's dealt with a lot of big name fighters. He had, uh, my boy Vinny, he helped Vinny out through his career.
3: Yeah, I saw uh, that.
2: Yeah, he had uh, – he's had Vinny. He's had uh, – and, and a couple other, like, well-known uh, – damn, I can't remember. Bernard Hopkins beat him for a title belt. Chad Dawson. He's had, like, Chad Dawson and a couple other, like, heavyweights, you know, that are up in the rankings or came up through the rankings. So, I mean, this guy knows business, and he and he can make that million dollars happen. And I bet, and Mike would get something off of uh, the pay per view buy. Also, yep. because because it's going to be a no uh, a no fan fight, but they mm-hmm. could still run per view buy. Probably that's that's what they're banking on is putting Mike Tyson in there with the name like Vandalay, letting mm-hmm. him build it up. Like I said, KO him in the first round. Mike's back. Blah 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 blah. The normal talk when Tyson does something, and BKFC hopefully say, "Man, we made either." Over $50 million on a pay- on a pay-per-view. Because even breaking even for them on that pay-per-view would be a plus because the next fight Tyson hits, they're going to be in the green. Yep. So so they're banking on making a lot, a lot, a lot of money from one pay-per-view to hype Mike and then bring him in for another one that's going to be probably someone like Shannon Briggs and let him go in there and see who's the better out of the older gentleman. And – then they'll hit the green. Thing is, though, Shannon Briggs ain't going to be cheap. He's, he's no. been getting – I've told people the whole time, he's been kind of getting ducked since seven years ago when he tried fighting Klitschko. Mm-hmm. And nobody wants to fight him. Everyone says, oh, well, he's old. I'll beat him. Then prove it. But nobody wants to prove it because he's still dangerous. <laughs> and, and you don't want to be at the top of your career and get beat by a 40-year-old man because then it flip-flops it. You, you get – you get dropped down in those rankings, bad, he goes skyrocketing through the rankings. So a lot of people I feel don't want to fight Shannon Briggs for that. And a lot of people are like, oh well he's old, he's this, he's this. But nobody wants to prove it. Nobody wants to prove it. And and so I, I don't I would rather see Tyson go in there against against Kusumano at CES. I think financially that's the safest bet. I think people that would take care of him physically would be the same because they even mentioned we got to get him approved Uh, through his physical that's in that article that he has to he has to be able to pass a physical so that's that's all the mental test all the physical part of the test all that's going to be put into that i don't know if bkfc is going to be as strict bringing mike in because they're wanting money you see what i'm saying and nothing Mm -hmm. against them i'm I'm not i'm not bashing them i'm not bashing them because i enjoy their shows but I, i don't know how you know, relaxed they're gonna be on that testing as much as it would be for someone who kind of looked like CES who's trying to take care of Tyson and you know, get him going and get their guy going and make a great fight for fans. Yep. The the other option that I see and I forgot Rudy mentioned this before the show was Tyson Fury's dad. Oh my God, bro. Really? (laughs) Tyson Fury's dad is bashing Mike, man. Did you did you hear him say steroids? He's like, oh, he's on steroids or something. Yeah. Watch that. Yeah, he's just ripping at Mike, dude. And I'm like, you don't <laughs> know the dude. And you named your son after him. So don't mouth him. <laughs> don't mouth him because you named your son after him. And it's funny because it looks like a 50-year-old, 50, 60-year-old Tyson Fury. His dad <laughs> looks just like him. Sounds like him, except he's got a grandpa bod instead of a dad bod, like, fury <laughs> And, I mean, I'm like, look, dude, no offense, no offense, I get it, you all got this big thing saying y'all were gypsy kings, y'all were, you know, king of bare-knuckle fighting, yada, 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 I don't really know it, how, how true that is, no one really knows how true that is. I'm sure over in his home state, home country, they know how true it is. But at the end of the day, I'm like, No one knows how bad you really are. You're just trying to get in there and get scheme off that Tyson name, get your name thrown out there. Your time's over, dog. You didn't even have a time. You didn't even have a time, so don't try to make a time at age 60. Enjoy your son's career before you go in there and and before your mouth writes a check that your ass can't cash. (laughs) I mean, it's it's all fun and games talking shit through this right here when no one can touch each other, but – when you come face to face with the killer and you look in his eyes and you don't see no fear, well, that that that'll do something different to a man. And he's not his son. I mean, I've I've never seen the guy fight, never heard of him fighting. His mm-hmm. son can fight his ass off. His son would go. Would I want to see him versus Fury versus uh, Fury
1: versus Mike? I wouldn't want to see that either. Well, I, to 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 add to what you're saying about Tyson. On that uh, CES uh, article, um, I'm going to quote what uh, Birchfield Sr. said. He said, uh, this is a fight the boxing fans want to see, not an exhibition, because it will let everybody know exactly where he's at today and whether or not he can truly challenge Tyson Fury, Anthony uh, Joshua, Joshua, or, yeah, or Deontay Wilder. Or so, the, they talking about Mike Mike Tyson versus Kusumano, uh, sure. yeah. So with that fight, that's going to show if Tyson is ready to step up and fight a Tyson Fury. Oh, so.
3: and, and you know,
2: I honestly think. I like Joey. I I don't know him personally, like I said, but I've watched him. I followed him. I know people that know him, and I they got a lot of respect for the guy. So so, and I respect those people. So I take their words highly. I don't think Joey's a stepping stone for Mike. Mm-mm. I I think Mike needs to. If Mike's really going to take that CES deal, Mike needs to get in there and beat up somebody first. Mike needs to take his own tune up. Uh, get in there and beat somebody like you always do. You get in there with someone, the old tune-up matches. Everybody does them. Get in there, get in there with someone that he can just run through and just maul and
3: like a Vandalay Silva. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
2: get, get Vandalay on CBS <laughs> with gloves and just let him knock him out in 20 seconds. <laughs> I, I, I don't mean that. I mean, Mike needs at least a good five-round fight. Even though even if it's scheduled to, to ten, he needs he needs that that those rounds. He needs to put rounds in. Mm-hmm. And Mike, Mike's such a crusher that even at his age, he probably still has the power. He may not have the speed, he may not have the agility he used to, but he still got that killer the, the killer power inside of him. And he's still a killer. He don't lose that. So Mike probably realistically is gonna need about two to three fights before he fights someone on the brink like a
4: or, or okay, it
2: could end bad, Mike. I'm...
4: Yeah. What are the chances, too? I want to mention. Uh, we all know Dana White and Mike Tyson are real tight. Uh, the rumored Zufa boxing, you know what I mean, has been going on for a while. So, what is the chances of you know Dana White, you know, snatching up, making Mike a, a great offer, and you know Dana's going to make sure to you know to get him a, g- a great uh, matchup, you know what I mean? And it may just happen this summer on White Island. You never know. <laughs> no, absolutely.
2: And and Ganu, and Ganu's Ghanu, been one that also threw his name in the mix, didn't he? Of saying yeah. he wanted to fight. And, and even Tito Ortiz, we got MMA guys wanting to break in. Hey, I think we got our guest on.
4: <laughs> All right, Eugene, you there?
0: Yeah, can you hear me?
4: Yep, yep, there we go. Uh, yeah.
0: Nice, nice.
4: All right, everybody. Uh, yeah, uh, just to stop for the moment, uh, we've we got our guest, uh, you know, trying to get everything worked out, uh, especially on, on with us now. I'd like to welcome to the show a good friend of mine for years, Mr. Eugene S. Robinson, uh, Aussie.com, Oxbow. He's internationally known like Freddie Tiffany. Uh, thanks for joining us, sir, tonight, man.
0: Hey, thank you for having me. And uh, sorry about the early stage confusion. <laughs>
4: It God, it happens.
0: It happens.
2: <laughs> the the best part we're happy about is that you're on here. Most people who mess who, who get that confusion part never get on here. Like we got to reschedule week. Well, no,
0: I'm, all reschedul- all. I'm rescheduled already, so I knew I, I knew I could.
2: <laughs> I got you. I got you. Uh, so if you want to jump on a board here, Eugene, man,
0: we're just talking about Mike Tyson and everyone who's wanting to fight him. Well, you know what what I, what, I, what I find curious about Mike Tyson doing this is that when he left the sport of boxing, he was largely broke, um, and he fit to make money, and he came back. And if you remember when Holyfield came back, older fighters come back. people have been kind of weirded out by it, and they're like, "Oh man, do you really want to, you know, it's always been kind of sad? I'm kind mm-hmm. of wondering why this is not that way. Like, like, why? Like, what's the difference between a Holyfield saying, "Well, I'll come back too," and the sad feeling you get? And Tyson coming back, and you going,
5: "Fuck, this is going to be great." I, I can answer Me? that. I can answer that. Coronavirus lockdowns <laughs> ain't nothing happening right now. People, I, I can just want something crazy. I can answer. I can answer it honestly.
0: All
3: right,
2: because it's Mike Tyson and people live in that nostalgia, every time he's made a comeback, people live in that little bit of nostalgia and, and living on a prayer that he's gonna be the old Mike Tyson
0: from well, 1989. It, and, then he, and then what does that say? I mean, people kind of fundamentally know he's not that guy, he's got the beard, he's, but what does it say about the current state of boxing? That that's, like, like he said at one point, he goes, I could sell out Madison Square Garden, walk out and masturbate. And that would be. And what does it say about boxing now that he's still a top draw? It's kind of like, uh, kind of like Tom Brady.
2: Tom uh-huh. Brady's forty-four changes teams. People still blow him up saying he's going to win a Super Bowl. Sorry, D. Rod, I said throw that out there. <laughs> 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 but it, it, and it's and it's still like it's still like MMA. It, it's it's all in that nostalgia. That's that's all it is. And people get this. Mike's back. People don't forget yeah. that
0: we're getting older. So is he. You, and you know, know what I mean? You know how long nostalgia lasts? To borrow a line from Mike Tyson, it lasts until you get punched in the face. Exactly. <laughs> so, you know, the so, reality of it is, so if he keeps hanging around with some of the cats he's hanging around, like... Or Rashad Evans, or a... <laughs> yeah, he may. Yeah. if he if he does like exhibition matches against those guys, he may never get hit in the face. So bring on the twenty mil. You know, I yeah, I'd beat up Rashad yeah. Evans every day for twenty mil. You know. <laughs> <laughs> and you know the thing about Mike coming back
2: is that, like like I was saying earlier, he looks good for his age. It's it's not that he looks like twenty year old Mike. Hell, even thirty year old Mike. He moves good and looks good for a fifty three year old man. Yeah. But people see him just standing there doing this. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. And they're like,
2: "Oh my God, Mike's back!" No, he ain't. Look at his legs; they're flat. Yeah. Look at yeah. look at yeah. his feet; they're flat. Yeah. You know yeah. this when you're fighting someone like a Deontay Wilder who's six seven or a Tyson Fury who's six nine. Yeah, yeah. He's not. You got you got to do you got to do more than this. You better be. He's got to cut those old angles now. If he was 1985 to ninety-three Tyson, he'd annihilate him. Yeah,
0: but nobody, nobody, Mike, but but nobody's having that conversation. I mean, no, 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 because because fundamentally, we want to see Mike, but we don't want to see Mike get hurt. Whereas, absolutely, and I think we trust him enough to put himself in a position where that's not going to happen. Where I think people uh, have questionable. I mean, Holyfield had eleven kids with like eight different women. And lost and he his house. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and he lost his <laughs> house. Man. So you don't really trust his judgment in the same way. No. that which is strange to say that we trust Mike's judgment a little bit more than we trust Holyfield. You know, and I tell you, Holyfield was nothing but a gentleman to me when I met him. But uh, and he and he was very candid. He talked about the eleven kids. He goes, "Well, you know, it's my cross to bear." Like, you know, I mm-hmm. buddy of mine said, "Weave in a condom." I guess I should have done that, but oh well. <laughs> So, But just recognizing that you've made mistakes is not the same as dealing with fixing those mistakes, which is maybe why we don't feel comfortable with Holyfield says, I want to come back too. It's like, no, no, bro, don't,
3: don't, don't do that. <laughs> and, no. No. And,
0: and, and, and I think the,
2: the other thing that people get excited about, Mike, and they don't get excited about Evander is the styles. Evander, Evander fought great. I mean, he he fought great. You knew if you if you went and watched an Evander Holyfield fight, you were going to see a dog fight. Evander made every fight a dog fight, but he didn't stop. you.
5: And you would also and see Mike, a headbutt. You would also see a headbutt. Sorry. Yeah, I And there. and
2: so Mike would get in there and crush people in four rounds or less, while Evander gave you your money's worth and gave yep. you a war for twelve rounds. And so people's like, man, I don't think Evander could handle that twelve rounds of brutality yeah. anymore yeah. but they look at mike and say they watch that video yeah. of him hitting yeah. mid to say man mike still got it so yeah.
0: that that's where i think people romanticize about it too much you know i don't i don't count on the fact that all of you have read my fight book but you know when i interviewed holyfield i challenged him to a fight right because I, I figured i had an edge because he was old
4: Nah, <laughs>
0: nah. no, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> uh-huh. He may not be able well, to 12, twelve rounds, but I guarantee you, anybody within the sound of my voice right now should know that he could fuck you up. <laughs>
3: no, 12, my,
0: well, here's the thing. Back back when I was
2: boxing, one mm-hmm. one of my old one of my old coaches was a guy from North Tulsa mm-hmm. named Cecil Pettigrew, greatest guy I ever met. Cecil was almost fifty, mm-hmm. and he and Cecil was punched out. You could hear it in his voice. He he, mm-hmm. you could see it when he walked. But much like a Vander. Because Evander's the same way. You see how Evander walks. You see yeah. how he talks. You see yeah. how he just how his motor function is. But you tell him to fight, that central yep. nervous system blows back up, and yep. they're doing yep. this out yep. of nowhere. Yep. And, <laughs> and, I, and Cecil always told me. Cecil always told me, "You're going to get there. You're going to get there." Yep. He go. He goes. The old man tricks. I'm just an old man. I'm just an old man. Boom. Oh, where'd that come from? I'm just an old man. I'm just an old man. <laughs> boom, boom. And then next thing you know, you, you're sitting there thinking, damn, is this guy yeah. really so? you know, this that, that's, old? That's, that's where they get to, you know? Yeah. You know hey, I mean? They, hey, they, they, hey, man.
0: I knew a guy. He, he met Jake Lamada in a bar up in the 80s in Manhattan. And uh-huh. Jake Lamada was there with some girl who was much younger than him. But, you know, it was Jake Lamada. And yeah. at some point she goes, I'm a singer, you know, I'm a singer. And he goes, I got one of these little karaoke boxes that you can, they'll you know, take your, the voice out of the music and you can uh-huh. sing. And she goes, oh, great, I need one of those. He goes, ah, I got, you, know, uh, you know, I'll get it. And Jake leans over and tells the guy, you go through me. And he goes, well, no, she lives right near, he goes, you go through me. And I, and I was like, ah, man, Jake must be like in his 80s. Fuck that old guy. Yeah, the guy was like, no, <laughs> no, 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 yeah. He was 82 when this happened. But he very much, there's no way, there's no way. I said, you couldn't take no. him? He goes like, no way, no way could I take him. Yeah. And, and this guy was like 37. I was like, all right, man. All right, cool.
4: <laughs> I mean, <laughs> But Eugene, dude, Eugene, I got to ask you, though. I heard your uh, story. I think it was in Vegas where it happened, where, where the kids approached you and they thought you were Ernie Shavers. <laughs> <right>? <laughs> 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 that
0: was went- – well, you know, their mothers their mother sent them over, so of course I'm starting to work at an angle. Like I'm looking at the mom, they're like, hey, you know, maybe I could maybe I could play this to my benefit. But then I was like then I got offended because I was like, Ernie I'm a little more handsome than Ernie Shavers. And so then I So then I had to say, No, 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 I'm not really sure. And I tell you one time I was uh who is that cat, man? I, um oh my God. Uh he was a um not the not the guy. Oh, God. I, I'll think of his name before the end. I'm in Miami like I'm not even supposed to be there. I'm doing stuff I shouldn't even be doing. I'm in Miami <laughs> and um, it's like two in the morning and I'm driving around like not, might be Michael. Moore. I think it was Michael Moore. Right. Mm-hmm. Pull up to a stop sign. I'm like every everything is wrong with me. Like I should have been stopped. I pull up to the stop uh, stoplight car pulls up next to me. The windows are all, you know, m- murdered out, comes down, and it's Michael Moore. <laughs> <Right>? <laughs> and, like, and like, I don't know whether it's like, you know, is it me? I'm imagining. And so I kind of look over and he says, uh, hey, man. Uh, I go, hey. And he like asked me for directions. I go, you know, I- I'm not from around here. he's like, oh, and he wanted to profile with the woman that he was with. Like I was supposed to go, oh, my God, Michael Moore. But I was so out of my head. I was just like, yeah. oh, hey, I'm not from around here. And he goes, OK, cool. And he pulls off. And it was like, I don't even know if I imagined that to this day or it really happened. I'm pretty sure it really happened. So It, it was just some random dude you
2: thought was Michael Moore.
0: No, no, yeah. yeah. It was, it was, you were like, Michael Moore. He's like, man, I'm just trying to get directions. <laughs> yeah, I know. You know yeah, I'm pretty sure. I, I'm pretty sure. You pulled that Ernie Shavers trick on you. <laughs> <laughs> Don't be going yeah. to Vegas, man. Everybody looking no, no, like something. No, 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 This is Miami. Ernie Shavers. Okay. Miami, yeah. too.
3: Miami. Miami.
0: No, no, no. Yeah, yeah. I guess Miami is just as hard sometimes as Vegas, man. So, like For a while, every time I saw Bruce Buffer, I was like, you know, into my cups <laughs> and, yeah, yeah. and you start looking at Buffer's coats. And it's one thing if you see him on TV, it's mm-hmm. another thing to see them up close and personal because those things mm-hmm. are iridescent. They start kicking off light and you're there like, Oh, especially man. if you tore up, <laughs> yes, it's like I, a disco ball. It's like looking at a disco ball. That's exactly the reason I
2: say that. The reason I say that <laughs> I set my buffer. At Vinnie Paz's uh, movie in 2015, Uh I went in VIP and watched Bleed for this. I sat right beside Buffer, and it was like talking to a man with a doctrine about boxing. There you go. Like he's so so intelligent. Like it's like talking to like Bill Nye the Science Guy about about boxing. No, 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 no. But but tell me about it. Tell me about his jacket. (laughs) The jacket. the, The jacket was like. At first, before I got tore up myself, it was just it was white and kind of sparkly, Uh uh-huh, Uh uh-huh. but it had this it was black and white. It looked almost like a karate geek, but uh-huh. it was a, it was a blazer uh-huh. and it had all these white flakes in it. And I swear, man, I, I like I would just look at it before the movie started like this. That's- I'm like, damn,
0: man that 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 dude's just he he's getting his shine on out that, in public. That's what I mean. If you were a little bit high, you look at that man. It's like I I can't even talk to you now. <laughs> you
2: you just infatuated with his sparkles. Man. Like 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 at first I thought it was an angel that flew down. You know, it was just glowing, and I was like the fuck is this? Oh, man.
0: But, you know, but the thing is when you go to, you know, the thing is you read the journalist rule of ethics. Yeah, 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 whatever. And so I'm mm-hmm. done when the fight's over. It's when I used to get credentials and I leave and uh, Leota is there and I don't expect to like get it. And he walks up to me. and I'm like, well, shit, I got to do the interview. But again, it's Vegas. So I'm out of my head. I actually pulled it off. So that's like... <laughs> Well, you know what? That's me saying I pulled it off. We have to ask David to go back and see if I actually pulled it off on the video. (laughs) I think I
2: did. Some of the best interviews or write ups you'll do is in that state. Yep. 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 Because you hit like a different you'll hit like a different focus, man. And people don't get that because it does kill a lot of those nerves. I don't care who you are. Even though they're just people, you still got a little bit of, damn, I got to make this right. I don't want to piss this dude off and say the wrong thing because we've all been there and either said it or seen someone do it.
0: Well, you know, I, I, so- I, I had I had that moment with uh, Samuel Jackson, but I, I knew if push came to shove, I'm kicking Samuel Jackson's ass, so I wasn't that worried about <laughs> it. <laughs> I'm, I'm com- one way or another, I'm coming out of it with a good piece. Like the day I kick Samuel Jackson's <laughs> ass, or it could just be a normal piece, you know? So, no doubt. <laughs> no doubt. I, I would rather hear the yeah.
3: day I woke Samuel's ass. I
2: mean,
0: yeah. I,
3: I love all
0: but, but you know, the cases. But you're right. If you're interviewing a fighter, generally, yeah, you probably want to. You know, I mean, I got, be- I, got, I got beaten up by a fighter one time. And that was in the early days of MMA, and it was Brian DeFury Johnson, and he didn't like something I wrote about him in GQ, and <laughs> pulled me into, pulled me into the into the ring, and <laughs> yeah, you know, it beat me pretty badly. And I was hell bent for revenge, man. That's when I started training like nine times a week, and then he had a stroke. So then it was like I can't beat up the guy who's got the stroke, you know. <laughs> you know. Yeah, yeah,
2: that, that that doesn't sound like a good rematch, you know. You can't be like, Man, I whooped that dude's
3: ass after he had a stroke.
0: Well you know
2: <laughs> Exactly.
0: And, and nobody would understand it. They were like, What do you nah. doing, you know? I had revenge, no no, it doesn't work that way. You guys <laughs> let that shit go now. So there. Yeah, uh, <laughs> that's that's a
2: great story, but a shitty ending, you know. <laughs> you, you train it. Like yeah. you, you look like you look like Rocky, you know Rocky Ford training in Siberia, you know. Yeah. And then they're like, oh man,
0: that, that motherfucker's all fucked up now. Damn. Yeah, but, <laughs> but you know, but, hey, you know, there's some guys. There are guys who I used to hang with, and I would think, yeah, that the the human connection, the milk of human kindness, would cause him to make a very different decision. You know, like, like yeah, you know, they would. Re- and I remember this one friend of mine in the Lower East Side in Diego, and I thought. You know, he's going to have that same sensation. And Diego took off after this guy who clearly, you know, had already, you know, and he just whipped him with a chain (laughs) with a, with a, with a, a, not even like a, like a dog leash, but one of those chains that they have to to, to lock up your motorcycle. Oh, damn. (laughs) I was was like, there was absolutely, I I don't think I've seen a greater example of absolutely no mercy. (laughs) Absolutely. Well, Brutal. And, you know, and, you know, that just goes to – I always tell a lot of
2: people, a pit bull doesn't care if it's a chihuahua. Yeah, so, right. so, so watch your mouth when yep. you're out in public. If you ain't, if you ain't ready, yep. if, if, you ain't, if you ain't the same kind of dog that other guy is – because yep. I, I had a friend similar that I used to fight with. Uh-huh. He was one of my old sparring partners. Except he was, he was a little crazy too, man, too crazy. And he actually killed a guy with uh-huh. his hands outside uh-huh. of a nightclub
3: yeah. And
2: because he couldn't let what the guy said go, uh huh.
1: you did know, he, and the guy did,
2: was the, do you do time for it? Actually? No. Oh, okay. That's the crazy part because even though they got into it and they got into the altercation, when the EMTs came to get him, they dropped him twice. Oh, EMTs dropped oh. him twice. So that got him off the hook. He got and, lucky. Uh,
0: very, very. Hey but man, there's this there's, there's a story I wanted to put in a fight book where this cat is gay, gay dude in San Francisco, and he's walking down the street with his boyfriend, they're holding hands, and somebody says, yo, let's let's jack him, we're gonna rob these guys. And so they go to rob him, but what they didn't know is that the gay dude was like golden gloves champ, and he was a Navy SEAL, like all that shit. Wow. And he uh, killed these two guys, right? So you would think, mm-hmm. clear cut case, walking down the street, hate crime, the guy tried to beat up me and my boyfriend, um, but he, the guy had a knife, you yep. know, t- took the knife away from the guy and, and the court did not buy the heat of the defense thing. You know, like if you, so you knocked it one guy, you, knock, you take the knife away and then you kill them. Bro, you know, they are like, you're supposed to be trained. You're supposed to be able to stop. And so the guy did seven years and sold that. They get, get him for second, second degree. That guy should... I would have gotten a better lawyer, man. I don't think you should have done yeah, it. That,
5: that's that's no, bullshit. No. But
0: you bullshit. see, but, it, but but it was it was a perfect San Francisco story because the gay dudes are white, and it was in a black neighborhood. So the mm. black the, the, the neighborhood started to make it out like it's a gentrification story, and yep. it was a racial story, and so this guy got roasted. And I and I really want to put it in the fight book because it was just it, it would make everybody upset because fundamentally it was just about two guys jacking two other guys yep. and that's the story and you get what you get when you try that and you try it with the wrong people but yep. all of these different kind of constituencies came into play and dude went down for seven years you know? yeah that,
5: I, that's a bad thing about uh i, I think about media and, and stories that, that they, they they label things without just putting the clear-cut facts we don't need to know what what we don't need to know that much detail about their lives, man. You know what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah, but
0: but but you but you know you know we're all tied into that now. Because if I hear if
5: somebody did something
0: terrible, I'll read the story to them, and I go, "Please, please don't let it be black." Please. Don't let be black. And, and, and then if no. a, and then if he's a white dude, I'm like, "Ah, yeah." You know? <laughs> And I'm sure, like, yeah, I got friends who are Latino. Like, oh, yeah. Please don't let be Latino, please. And they get to the edit. And the guy's Asian. They're like, ah, yeah, that's all right. <laughs> you know? now, 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 you know,
2: to touch base on what you said, I used to work law enforcement. Uh huh. And you get a lot of BS like that yeah. because if that guy came up and pulled a knife and said, give me your money, yep. he never attacked you.
3: Does that right. make
2: sense? That's Right. And so and so when he went to defend himself, mm-hmm. you're only allowed to mm-hmm. defend yourself as far as they assaulted you. Correct. And so when he takes the knife, if he stabbed someone with it, he I'd have done the same shit. I'm killing yep. a dude. If he pulls yep. a knife on me, you, yep. you, you you better be you better be ready to die.
0: Yep. Well, if, you're, so, if you're the guy yeah. was like the guy was like a combat vet. So he was trying to go with the PTSD defense and they didn't yeah. care. So You're a combat vet, but you're a SEAL. You, you're trained that you should have some sort of mm-hmm. control. And then I know a guy, he's a small guy. He's like five foot seven. He wrote a piece for me at Ozzy. And his girlfriend calls crying. She, her sister's being beaten up by the boyfriend. So they run over to the house. The boyfriend is like six foot two, 260. Mm-hmm. This guy's, like I said, it's five foot seven, 155 pounds. Uh, a scuffle ensues. The guy, the, boy, the big guy is fucked up. He gets stabbed, dies, right? Mm hmm. And uh, the guy, five foot seven guy, calls the cops. The cops show up and they arrest him. And he's like, whoa, 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 I went over. It goes to court. And they say, Finally, they go, When you left the house, what did you do? They Well, I grabbed my wallet. I grabbed my keys. Where would the knife come from? He Well, it's my, my pocket knife. So you grab your wallet, your keys, and the pocket knife. Yep. Six years involuntary manslaughter, man. Damn. <laughs> you know, yeah. I I made a mental note to say it was there when I got there. <laughs> <right>. <laughs> absolutely, yeah, i did not even it with me. You know, <laughs> yeah,
2: absolutely, no, absolutely, yeah. and that and that's the damn thing about about uh about the court system is you got to watch what you say because they reword it for you so fast. Okay. I mean, like when we were talking about Tyson, look how quick they charged him for rape, and he had a freaking tax lawyer. That's yeah. why he didn't get off. Yep, yeah. yep. Yeah. Yeah, you that, know, like you were saying, you need you need damn good lawyers to get yourself yeah. off.
3: Yeah,
0: or, it, or or at least just somebody who's going to be able to convince the jury. Like, look, the reasonable person standard. Yeah, this, this guy's six foot two. He's two hundred sixty pounds. He's drunk off his head. He's been proven to be a violent. I they didn't care about that. Six years now. But if this was a, this was the same cat who's on a date with this woman you mentioned pit bulls and they're in the park doing a nice thing and walking in the park and some guy sees them and cause he's a small guy. He's got to deal with this and starts, the guy starts mm-hmm. revving up the dog, right? Cause he doesn't like, he's yeah. there, and he sets the dog loose on the guy and the dog comes running for him. And my friend pulls out a gun and shoots the dog in the head it kills the dog right there in the park. Right. And the guy now at this point, without his dog is flipped out. Now he's dealing with some guy with a gun. He's like, Oh, and he goes running off into the night. My friend puts his gun back in his pants and, Attempts to go back to the date. <laughs> okay, you you know you you know you
2: you know you're a little bit crazy. If you just pull out your piece, shoot a dog with a guy that was trying to get an altercation with you, and sent his dog on, and then all you do is boom, so baby. I mean, I mean,
6: who does that? You, you get know, some you
0: you know I mean, you're a gangster as fuck if you just went, boom. So maybe anyways. Uh, bro. <laughs> hey, uh When he told me the story, what he said was, he goes, you know, she didn't want to go out with me again. And he was like, kind of paused, He positive. I he paused wonder why. No, no. no, but he said, what was I supposed to do? Was I supposed to let the dog attack me? What was I supposed yeah. to <laughs> she she should have been thankful that she still has a face. Yep, yep. And because so then, then he paused and goes, "Well, you know, in the end, I don't like it that much anyway." And I was like, "That's that's a, that's a perfect way to end that story, you know." That that yeah. is the best way to end that story, you know. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, she she should have been really thankful for that yep, one. That, yep, that,
2: yep, he, yep. that she still has a face. That dog ain't just attacking him. Yeah, going To maul exactly. him and then and then maul her.
0: Yeah, and I'm sure well, she wait.
2: ain't.
0: I mean, sure she me, wouldn't dressed to do a foot race. No, no, and and as an animal lover, I'd have been upset, and I would have. The responsibility of it would have bounced over to the dude. She's yep. lucky that he had the presence of mind to say, "Okay, that guy's a non-problem now. Let's go on with our date, right?" But yeah, yeah, like, <laughs> that, that that probably was not gonna. <laughs> yeah, you
4: know? life. life happens fast like that. Hey, you know,
0: it? you know, you know, actually, where it was in the park, it was that same section. Where this shit happened with the guy with the uh, Chris Cooper and Amy Cooper, the Ramble. It that was at that section of Central Park. <laughs> oh wow, wow, that that's some
3: cool. That that's some crazy historical shit going yeah, on yeah. in that area. <laughs> it's,
0: it's a news hook, man. So I'm telling you, I'm telling you. But yeah, I mean, and like I said, you know that, like you said, that that falls on the ignorance of the owners.
2: Like I, I can't stand. Uh, Uneducated, irresponsible people that try to hold something like that. You know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I had co- I had cops kill a dog had kill a pit bull in my in my uh uh block yeah. because it was just going down the block whooping all these dogs and you could hear someone out saying saying attack it. Yep. Well I was yeah. like, fuck that, I ain't going out there. I didn't have a gun <laughs> on me. Yeah, 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 I was yeah, like yeah,
3: yeah.
2: So I just called the cops, cops came down said, What do you want me to do with it? said, Well, fuck what do you want to do with it. There wasn't no one there. I was like Go go pet it. That's what I want you to go do right now.
0: <laughs> well, but hey, you know, I'll tell you, uh, the, the, the given the neighborhood I live in, I went out, I think early in the morning to put some garbage on. and and I, I I'm wearing like I like underwear or something because it's so early. I don't think anybody's out, but because I'm a paranoid lunatic, I always have a knife in my underwear even if you know, whatever. So <laughs> so I get out to the front of the house and there's a, <laughs> this, big, this big old pit in front of the house. And I don't see him until I open the gate, and when I open the gate, he does that thing. you know, they hunker down like that, mm-hmm. like, and I was like, "Uh-huh, you know it's like I'm not going to get taken in my driveway, so like I pull a knife out, and I'm, <laughs> I hunker down, and I'm like, "Come on, you know, you, it's your move, And right then the owner comes walking around, like there's a bush at the corner of my house comes walking around the bush. <laughs> and sees me in my underwear with a knife Bit this big old pit. and I just kind of look at him and he looks at me and he's like huh, and he puts his leash on the dog and he walks off. It's like, hey, fuck you, bro. This is this. <laughs> I, I'm not the crazy one here, okay? Yeah. <laughs> it, looks, it looks like I'm the crazy one. You done lost in court. You done lost in court. I'm just going to throw that out there right now. You doing six <laughs> years for,
3: for killing a dude's dog. I they, know, I in know. his
6: underwear.
0: <laughs>
3: in, it's over. When they come to get your ass and you said that you're drawing
0: tiny one. <laughs> <laughs> With a bloody knife, yeah, man, this
3: dog
2: <laughs>
0: come
3: running up to
0: me. It's over. It's over. I know. I know. <laughs> but you know what? And listen, now he'll probably walk his dog in another block at least. <laughs> That's <laughs> true. That's true. Oh. Yeah, so it's, uh... That's true. <laughs> so hey, 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 are you guys gonna you guys gonna watch the fight tomorrow night? Are you gonna watch it? Or no, Saturday night? Yeah. Saturday night? Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. Okay. Oh, yeah. yeah. We got yeah, uh talk about quick. that.
4: Yeah, we got some quick hit topics uh, to hit before that, but we could do uh, you know some some quick uh, picks for the prediction for the fights. Eugene, I know you do your show uh, with John Nash, and Steffi. Uh, you know you do your care don't care. Awesome show. Everybody tune into that uh, every time there's a fight booked, and lately there's been plenty of fights, so definitely tune into that. But um, I wanted to get your opinion, Eugene, on a certain fighter that's uh, one of your favorite fighters uh, leaving a certain camp, American Top Team. Oh, Colby you mean Covington. Cra-
0: you, no, no, Patton. you mean Colby, Colby Crappington.
4: <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah, you Yeah. crap.
4: I mean, it, it ties to the welterweight division. I mean, we know it's somewhat tied up right now because uh, Kamara Usman has got several matchups. Uh, the Leon Edwards fight is on the table. Uh, the mm-hmm. Jorge Masvidal fight is there. Um, but, uh, Eugene, in your opinion... Is the Jorge masvidal Covington fight bigger than a welterweight title fight at this point, if it's offered?
0: No, I I think I think I think Crappington is uh I think he's lost battalion, man. I think he's he's yeah. he's out, out out in the midst. And by, by, by that I mean I think he's dead and doesn't know it, you know? I mean because he, given what they they backed up the truck to for that guy, uh thinking they needed some of what he brought. And at this point, whatever that was whether it was the bald one that being Dana White hopscotching him to get into Trump's good graces or whatever, it's pretty clear they don't need him. They don't need him for the invite. They, and, and Trump himself is one of those cats who only likes winners. So it's like, you know, he, he is he's a dead man walking. Nobody wants him. I mean, can you think, can you think of any matchup that he could be in it could could not immediately be trumped by a bet, another better matchup, and I, I I mean I can't think of this. How is this guy necessary at this point? Given keep in mind, given how much they got to pay him. it would be one thing if he's one of those. Okay, I'll take twenty five to show and twenty five. Nah, he's not one of those cats. Mm-hmm. They, were paying, they were paying this guy lots of money on the basis of it, and you know Dana is one of those cats. You know, with the finger in the wind, and the finger in the wind is. You know what is that thing from the from the Bible of like if who if God, God is with me who stands against me or whatever that thing is, it, 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 who's with who's with is there, a, is there a constituency there that they don't already own? What do they need this mm-hmm. guy? For? Nothing. And you, know? and you know you know to
2: touch base on what you said, he had the opportunity to be everything you said he wasn't because they because of that hype train because of that MAGA hat because of Donald Trump because yep. of Dana White. They were pushing, and he ran his mouth perfect to set it
0: all up yep. too, yep. and then got his mouth shut literally. Oh, and, and he got then, that job, bro. Okay, okay, but but hold on. But you know, you can you can lose a fight, but what he, like I say, you can lose a fight and still win. The, like yeah, the fight. absolutely win the battle. And that day between Saturday night and that Wednesday, uh, David and I, we've talked about this before offline. That's a crucial period, and yep. and and he lost his career. <clears throat> In that three day period between Saturday night and that Wednesday, there are a couple things he could have done Mm -hmm. that would have guaranteed his placement and his interest and maybe worked on the constituency, and he did none of those things. You know, I got wine, 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 you know, I got winch, 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 I got robbed, I got, you know, then going undercover, then Mm -hmm. coming back with the same act. We've been there, bro. You got, you got, you've offered us nothing new. And, And now that he's away from ATT, I mean, you look at Masvidal; he, he's making exactly all the right moves, man. Nope. Whether, whether it's running back the BMF thing, whether anywhere he goes, if you look at it like a chessboard, Masvidal is set up. He's yep. set up. It's a, these are all good moves, Usman. All good moves, you, yep. you know. And they can and yeah. they can and they can take a McRapist and uh, and put Conor, Conor McRapist in there. <laughs> ah, yes. <laughs> And, and and he brings the same thing. He brings the same thing that Crappington does without the baggage and the pay. Uh, the uh, the uh, the uh, the uh, the price tag is the same. But the deal is, if both of these guys lose, they're done, right? I mean, if if Conner loses again, you think they're going to pay him the same amount to show up to lose a third time or a second time nope. or a third time? Damn, no. mm-hmm. So, but um, you know, ra- rape or no rape, I mean, people still in general, I think connor's q rating is probably higher than crappington He still means a few fans you know uh among the the rape apologists but you know crap Crapping, <laughs> crappington man the guy he's a, uh, i he just yep. it, it, was, it was painful to see because i appreciated the shtick and i was wondering what he was going to do after that fight i was glad to see him get his jaw broken but he yep. he bobbled it and by wednesday that was it man that was it yep.
2: And, and to touch base on what you said about that crucial, you know, seventy-two hour time frame they have Sunday to Wednesday, ninety-six hours, however you want to add it. Mm-hmm. Uh, it it's kind of like the same situation Deontay Wilder did. Yeah, back when he lost to Fury. Yeah, you, you can't, you can't come up in the hurt business. You can't come up and make excuses, whether it's boxing, whether it's MMA.
0: You can't come and make excuses because it's the heart business. Everybody's going to get their ass beat at some time. Yeah. And also also, what you most need as a fighter at that point is you got to you gotta go woodshed that thing and work on this thing. Get your head in shape. That's exactly. Because you're not going to be able to go into that second fight with him having forgotten what happened that first fight. Mm-hmm. You, know, you, you know, and that's the biggest thing. I find like Brazilian fighters typically seem to have a hard time kind of like, okay, I Whatever happened yesterday is gone. I'm going to focus them forward they seem to they seem to do a worse job of remembering, which is a you know it's a it's a survival adaptation right i mean Touche. if I can't remember whether that bear was in the cave or not, I probably will not have children <laughs> right't I, I won't be around to raise them because i'm going to go mm-hmm. i'm going go in the cave i'm going to get killed by the bear you know so um, I don't know, man. Yeah, it's a, it's a it's a crucial period. It's and I've seen people like win fights, and by Wednesday, people hated them because of Johnny Boney Joni, being a prime example, you know, he's coming. Mm-hmm. Hey, everybody love him on Saturday and does some stupid shit, and then by Wednesday, he's like, oh man, you know.
2: Mm-hmm. And you know, to touch base on the McGregor thing you were talking about, where you said he's just like him, but he can't lose. I think that's why they're strategically putting him in there with people. Cowboy yep. was strategically set for him because Cowboy is going to sit there and see who can bang the most. That's what he likes to do. So he's not going to have to worry about getting
0: taken to the ground and getting no, tapped but see, out. But you're a nicer guy than I am. I, 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 I'm, go, I'm going Dealey Plaza on that, man. I, <laughs> I, 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 I got to go to Zeb Ruder way. I've been watching that and watching that and watching that. I don't think that was a straight-up fight, man. I think it was a work. Sorry. I, I, oh, I, I can agree.
4: Yeah, yeah, Man, It, wouldn't, totally it mean, wouldn't be the first time. It yep, wouldn't be the nah. first time.
0: Yep, yep. And and and, or, I, and I watched this, I watched the comeback fight. I was like, okay, if he comes out guns blazing, he's trying. He's sending a message, like that whole thing with Jake LaMotta, where he was supposed to take the dive. He didn't want to take the dive. Beat the guy to where the entry was like, and did like the most incredible, unbelievable dive. And you know, they all hated him. It was like I thought he's going to come back this way, and he's just going to kill and. But it doesn't make it less of a work. I think he just played himself, you know.
3: It you know? happens. It happens. And
0: like, like we were mentioning earlier.
3: Say, Go ahead. Go ahead, D-Rod. I
4: was just to say, speaking of, like you say, fighters uh, from Saturday to Wednesday, their head's in the game or they're not. They, they make mistakes uh, in the media, uh, quotes or whatever. But this kind of ties into a Tyron Woodley coming back into the game after getting smashed by Usman, uh-huh. fighting the Gilbert Burns, who's on a run. And uh, he's headlining this car here. And he's, I mean, in a recent article, he's claiming, you know, major depression after Usman loss and him claiming to be the greatest of all time. Give me the GSP fights. But I think, uh, Eugene, your guys' show recently, uh, early in the week, I think John Nash made an excellent point about this matchup for Tyron Woodley. I think it's a wake up call. And the time that he took off, hopefully he, uh, you know, I mean, his mic skills. Definitely haven't improved in uh, the time off, but hopefully. (laughs) But honestly, yeah, yeah, but I mean, he's facing the killer in Gilbert Burns, who's finished Damian Maya. He's had some Mm -hmm. real credible wins, and uh, he's coming in here to take Tyron Woodley out. And I think uh, Tyron Woodley better not be too confident in this matchup. I tell you, man, Yeah. yeah.
3: I, I, I,
0: I hated to do it because I'm always picking the older guy, but I, I had to pick Burns on this one. I just I, I, I had to do it. I just uh, Tyron. Um, he stumbled in my mind so badly with Usman in a way that was never fully explained, leading me to believe it was a head thing. He didn't say, oh, my leg, my back, my arm, my shoulder, none of that which means it was a head thing. And if it was a head thing, unless the guy spent serious months addressing it, it's not going away because now he's got to carry that loss and the possibility of a second loss. And mm-hmm. that, shit, that shit just spirals into a terrible, terrible place, you know? Yep. So I don't and, know. And I mean, you know. I hope he pulls it off. But like I said, I and keep in mind, He's going to get the best Burns ever because Burns doesn't want to end up back in the, in the phantom toll booth looking at a number like what I'm 12 again. I got to,
5: I got to, I got to fight my way back a, to the, he's on, line a yeah. on a five fight win streak. Burns on a five fight win streak. Yeah. He beat yeah. uh, Davis, Oban, Mercier, uh, Kuchenko, uh, Gunner, yeah. Nelson, Damian Maya. So yeah. I, I don't know, man, I don't, I don't see uh Tyron Woodley being able to make it past uh, Gilbert Burns. This is going to be oh, Burns really. night. Yeah, and, Burn, Rob.
0: And, Burn, and Burns credibly makes a case for, you know, at some point, I, I got to be seeing a, a title shot somewhere in 2021, right? I think that's legit. I did. It's not, no reason why it shouldn't happen. So. Absolutely. Yeah. Rob,
3: who and, you got?
1: I, I'm picking Burns. I'm going to pick Burns on this one just because of the fact that the, the, the way he's winning these fights, um, he's coming in with a, you know, a hot streak. And Tyrone, he – I don't know, man. I, I don't – Physically, he might be ready. Mentally, I don't know, man. I don't think he's ready mentally at all. Even though he he was competing uh, in uh, the Rock Show, um, the Titans or whatever, but you know that's that's, that's not no. you know he, he's. No. That's what I'm saying. He's he's physically strong. Yeah, he's physically strong. He's physically ready. Mentally, he is not ready to come back, especially fighting a Gilbert Burns and the Burns that we're seeing right now. No, 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 no. Burns is just gonna go and probably submit him or, or knock him out in the third round.
0: No, and and I, and, I, and again, I'm reading and I'm talking to like spies out there, and I'm trying to say like, what's up? What's, what's, and nobody's been able to give an explanation. And then he starts talking about depression. So he's got whatever, whatever bad mojo was mm-hmm. in his head from that fight. And depression, and the possibility—it's like, ah, bro, come on, come on, come on, come on. And headlining a card, yeah, 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 with no
5: people, (laughs) no crowd, with no crowd. How much of a factor do you think that is going to play with Tyron Woodley's head going into the the fight? No crowd. I mean, the crowd usually boos him, but I mean, you know.
0: Well, but no, no, no. That's not the issue. What I thought, one, the, you know,
5: uh, Ho Gain or Joe Rogan or whatever the guy's name is, he,
0: uh, he said <laughs> something about the last fight. And he goes, listen, the crowd makes it so that you can't hear everything if you're in the cage fighting, right? And he goes, with yeah. no crowd here, you're here. He, in other words, Rogan was saying that, that they had underserved Anthony Smith by your fighter's going to do what you tell him. You you tell him hit punch 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 punch, and at the end of the round, the guy's throwing 142 punches. What are you thinking? You yeah. know, you're not you're not used to having that one to one connection because maybe he hears you, maybe he doesn't. If the guy can hear everything and does everything you say, hey man, it's not a video game figure. This guy's gonna get tired. So yeah, I don't think that was one thing that Rogan I, I was thought was pretty perceptive. This idea that hmm. with this one to one connection the impetus to be better is on the corners you know i mean who knows what anthony would have done if he had thrown half as many punches if he could have you know it, it wouldn't have been half mm-hmm. as gassed i mean um but his corner was like go 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 and dude was dead so who knows how that's going to play with uh, with tyron but you know <laughs> all all in all it, it doesn't it doesn't bode well for a win you know and, and I think, you know, he could win. He's got a punchy chance of winning, but I don't see a dominating win if he does win. It'll be a fluky one, but mm-hmm. I still, I, I still pick Burns. I yep. Like I I pick Burns based, based on exactly what you said
2: about the head game.
3: Yep. And
2: that's because like, if you don't, a lot of people do, like you were talking about, about the Brazilian thing, they make excuses, they justify a loss and they walk on. If you don't face those demons. Yep. I'm going to watch myself get knocked out and yep. see what I did wrong. Besides the fact I'm probably waking up with dreams of it. Yep. Besides the fact I'm probably – because we've had this discussion. I said it's like a PTSD that people don't
0: understand. Yep. I tell, mm-hmm. I tell, you, I tell you, man, the, fir- the first MMA fight I had, I got knocked out by Chris Sanford, right? I got knocked mm-hmm. out right at right the end of the first round. And then going into the second round, I, I, they shouldn't have let me go out. I got choked out. And I tell you, I probably never would have fought another MMA match again Except they had video of it. <laughs> yep, <laughs> and, absolutely. And, and I, I'm vain enough to Can know you go out like that with the video out there. It's like I had it. I had to come. I had. I had to come back. If there, there was, was no-, no, if there was no video out there, I'd be like, yeah, let's just make believe this did happen. I wouldn't have said anything. But, but yeah. So yeah, what you do? I mean, which means I, I had to deal with the head issue. And I had mm-hmm. to put myself in a position to come back. It was I had no choice, you know. You have to face it. on benefit, you know. And yeah. and the, the the thing that worries me
2: about Woodley is Woodley's a seasoned fighter. Yeah. He's not a spring chicken anymore. He's not the he's not the youngest cat in there when he hits in there and fights. He's not old by any means, but he's he's been around. Mm-hmm. And he, made, he he's been in some tough fights. He makes tough fights. When you start talking of depression. Yeah. The other question that comes into my mind is the first thing is CTE, because that's one of the big symptoms yeah. yep. of, of CTE. Yep. And I'm all, I'm all about keeping my, my, my fighters' heads right. That's yep. my biggest thing is their safety.
3: Yeah.
2: And so when people start saying, well, you know, I hit some depression, boy, that's, that's, a, that's a big word. You don't want to just throw yep. right out the gate because there's so yep. many things that, that that come with that. It's not just the loss. Is it your head? Yeah, you know, may, maybe he needs to start looking at something, you know, to get a little more in depth look at himself mentally. What he needs, uh, what
0: he needs to do is hire me as a life coach.
2: That's there you go.
0: Because anytime somebody starts talking to me about depression, I go depressed. You're depressed. Listen, let me tell you. And then I talk about half an hour about why I'm depressed, and that that usually cures their depression. You know,
4: <laughs> <laughs> hey, you know what I think. Uh, you know, the best case scenario, as odd as it could be but uh, Tyron Woodley goes in there, has an impressive win, and calls out Colby Crappington.
0: Yeah, that would be nice. That that And that's the thing. Crapping, Crappington's future is in other people's hands, not the place mm-hmm. he wants to be. Now, that would be credible. If Woodley pulled out a win and called out Crappington, that would be credible, and he would have, like, like run DMC, rescued Aerosmith. He would have rescued Crappington <laughs> from, from a, few, a, future, a future of getting the uh, boomerang stone at him, you know.
4: Yeah, and that's a fight that a lot of people have been wanting to see. And I don't know how much how many times Woodley has stalled the you know, I mean it it's it been on the on the car it's been slated for what three years. And uh, yeah. before even when Woodley was the champion, um, you know, uh, Covington stepped in there basically for Woodley to fight Kamara Usman yep. and yep. took that loss and got his jaw shattered and here he is now.
0: You would have said Sorry to interrupt. I just, but you would have You're two good. guys who were terrified to lose. Mm-hmm. Yeah,
2: true. Very true. Which would, make, which would make either the biggest dog fight you've ever seen or the most boring yes. fight you've ever seen. Yeah. There would be no <laughs> middle ground.
0: There'd be no yeah. middle ground. Yeah. 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 I, I, didn't, I, ne- I never think of the second portion of that equation. You're, I was getting mm-hmm. all excited. You're right. You mm-hmm. could have. What was the most famous case of that? What was that cat's name? Caleb Starnes. Do you remember that fight? where the guy mm. just literally ran. I mean, like, not not just a little <laughs> bit to get into, like, better range. He was, like, running around, and he never fought in the UFC again. That was
4: uh, epic. Oh, that, God. You know, <laughs> I do remember yep. it. Yeah. yeah. And see, this card, too, in its entirety, it's it's pretty much, uh, I mean, Woodley at the top. This is a very, a very important fight for him, very important for Burns. Mm. Uh, the card, the way I see it, it's basically a lot of uh, Dana White contender series uh, you know, young, green prospects. Uh, they got maybe a win in the UFC. It's their second appearance. There's a couple, you know, names on the card. There's, the, you know, the Shevchenkos. Um, we actually got Spark, Spike Carlisle, a guy fighting mm-hmm. Billy Carr at That's a very interesting fight. I think you, uh, if people need to tune in and, and check that out, I think he's that's going to be who, a, uh, He's fight the one to...
5: who beat our boy, uh, Elon Cruz, right?
4: Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yep, Spike. Yeah. And, and, and then there's, right, there's well, a couple guys –
0: I'll follow your Go lead ahead. on this because I only cared about three. I only cared about three fights on the card, but uh, but this is what I live for. If you say these other cats are guys to watch, I'll, I'll tune in. Yeah,
4: and then another fight to uh, check. I mean, it would have been if Kevin Holland didn't drop out. The Daniel Rodriguez Kevin Holland fight was definitely going to be a war. Uh, Daniel Rodriguez stopped our boy Rob Tim Means standing Guillotine mm-hmm. in Albuquerque. I was there. Only you know top notch guys that put Tim Means out of there like that. So. I got to keep an eye on Daniel Rodriguez, not only because he stole my nickname, D-Rod, but uh, (laughs) he's undefeated, never been stopped. Uh, That's another matchup to really pay attention to. And um, also Brandon Royval against Tim Elliott. Brandon Royval is the champion of LFA. Um, LFA has been the feeder league for the UFC for quite some time. Um, uh, uh, A guy, Jerome Rivera, uh, who we know well, Rob, who was supposed Mm -hmm. to be in slated for this fight. Tim Elliott got the got the call to fight Brandon Roybal. So early in the card, definitely look out for that. But um, yeah, Mackenzie Duran also coming back uh, undefeated. Coming back to see how she does against uh, Hannah Cyphers and other contender series. Yeah, she keeps uh, fighters, so. she
0: she, keep, she keeps sending me bikini photos, like sexy photos. Why? Why, why should he? Because <laughs> <laughs> so, it's UG. Yeah. That's why. it's she nah, nah, well, might be. She might be sending them to everybody. I don't know. But it just, uh, it's like, in my mind, you're either a fighter or you're sexy. I don't go for this sexy fighter stuff. It creep creeps
4: me out. So <laughs> yeah, yeah. So that. So we've been spoiled with a lot of uh, pretty high-profile, exciting matchups. Uh, Dana White mm-hmm. pulled it off the three-venue deal in the eight days, and
0: well, smiling from the well, bro. Yeah, okay. <laughs> we get we gave the fighters three days between Sunday and, and Wednesday, but he's got fourteen days, and uh, it, and if you get too many positives coming back, uh, he's got himself yeah. a pr he's got himself a pr problem. He's hoping against hope. And I guarantee you, I guarantee you in the rules meeting under the guise of wanting to make sure everybody's safe. If you feel a little weird, if things are feel a little bit off, come see yep. me. See me first. Yep. You've got, you got to know that's part, that's how that's going. Mm-hmm. Now, yeah, I'd like to 100%. get them. We got a doctor here who will test you. A doctor tests you and, you know, you stay and we'll take care of you. And you don't hear anything about it, anything about it, mm-hmm. you know. The Jacare thing was curious to me that we heard a lot about it, and I start to think like, yeah, he may have had it, but I think they had. I, I, I don't. I just can't trust that cat. I can't. It's hard to trust a billionaire, man. It's just hard. Yep. It's hard, you know, because he doesn't see. It's like those old cartoons where the guys are starving to death on a on a deserted island, and one guy looks at the other, and the guy looks like a hamburger. That's what. <laughs> that, that's what a billionaire sees when they look at you. So it is, yep. you know. It, it, you're a snack for that guy. So it's hard to trust him. But yeah, four, 14 days later, if we don't get any, any positive test back, yeah, it'll be a success.
4: Yeah. And in that time period, yeah, well, yeah, I agree with that. That's a great way to look at it. Cause they've gotten lucky. Dr. Ray's been the only one, but um, if they're the ones ahead of the game, as far as testing and what Dana White was saying, and um, you know, keeping fighters safe and uh, making sure they're confident in there to, to get in there and compete and make it happen. So, um, and, you, and, another- and you know, it's and you know,
2: it's funny that we uh we kind of called that there was going to be one test that was going to come back positive. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, yeah, we we yeah. Kinda, we called
0: that on that on the episode before I was like, I guarantee you somebody will just, hey, just because it's. Yep. The odds, odds of distribution. And then did you read Sergio Moraes's? So he was like, ah, I'm a pretty healthy guy. I mean, he's cut from the UFC, but he's not a pretty healthy guy. And he talked about it. He was like, bro, that was, that was not not cool. It was miserable. And I had actually a teammate. He's a he's a cop and he came down with it. And but he came down with it like in in and end of December. We just stopped seeing him. He said, "What happened to what happened to dude? What happened to dude?" He said, "Ah, oh, man, I got some kind of weird flu." And he finally came back in like six weeks later, uh, end of end end of February, early March. And I rolled with him once. And at the end of the roll, like before the roll, I made him put all Purell on his face and his hands. <laughs> and at the end of the roll, I ran and I did it. I put all of my stuff. And everybody laughed at me, but they didn't laugh when they finally figured out what was going on. It was like, yeah. Mm. Bro, the dude was sick. Nobody's sick. Yeah. So, no flu last seven weeks for a healthy no. 42-year-old mm-hmm. man. Get out of here. So. Nope.
1: Well, Eugene, thank we you. Are running, we are running on Past overtime. <laughs> well,
4: well worth it, though. No, definitely well worth it, Eugene. I appreciate you coming on, making time. Uh, excellent stuff, man. We'll, we'll get you back on. Uh, I know the first time, technical difficulties, but uh, it happens.
0: <laughs> yeah, it's all right. Let me know. Send me the link. I'll, I'll tweet it out there. And uh, thank you guys for having me. Yeah, yeah any Thank of, you,
1: man. We, we really need uh, yeah. to get you back on the show. I,
4: I, yeah, Eugene, any, any, any shout outs you want to put out there? Because like I said, Eugene, I mean, you, you, you're, you do plenty of things, man. You're out there doing it. So anything you want to shout out, the floor is yours, man.
0: Yeah, I'll give you something that that I'll give you an early, early take on something that we're about four or five hours away from happening. Tomorrow, Friday, I will be on The Lydian Spin. Now, money you don't know who this is, Lydia Lunch has got a podcast. You know Lydia Lunch, you don't even know that you know her because she's the one who got that really well-publicized fight with Joe Rogan outside of a comedy club. And if you go to YouTube and type it in, Joe Rogan versus the feminist, it comes up. So she had me on her podcast tomorrow, and I talk about the, the, all my stuff with the Boston Irish Mafia and all that stuff. So uh, it, it should be pretty fun. So that's what I would Absolutely. shout out immediately.
2: Now, I can't awesome. wait to have
0: you back on because I have a huge question to ask you when you come back. All All right. I'm there. As, as long as it's locked down I'm there. Uh, <laughs> D-Rod D- 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 can let me know. Okay. All right, David,
3: All right you guys. All right. Later. Thank you, sir. Yep. Have bye a good right, night. Bye. Thank
2: Thanks you, Jim. Dude, that awesome. was awesome. That was awesome, <laughs> dude. That oh, man, I'm glad Best.
1: that he came on.
3: I'm, I'm glad you I'm glad
2: you pulled that one, D-Rod. Good job on that yeah. one. Well, you know, you. Berto, let's get this sign on. We are running way past overtime.
1: Yes, sir. Uh, huge shout out again to Fight TV, everybody that's watching, everybody that's listening. Thank you so much for the support. If you want all the latest news of any combat sports, go to fightbookmma.com. You will find it there. You'll we are busy as fuck right now with mm-hmm. the articles. Our team is just killing it right now. So thank you so much to them. Thank you guys. Thank you, Rudy and Arlo. Finish the show, brother.
2: All right, like we always do about this time. Remember. Like I said, still practice social distancing just because the states are reopening. If you notice cases keep going up. Be smart. Remember like we always say, be prepared, not scared, like we always do. When you want the best when you want the best seat in the house, there's only one place to be, baby, that's sitting ringside with the full horsemen of combat sports till next week. We're out.
6: we <laughs>